Beautiful listeners, you know we love you, and we appreciate all the support you've given us to this point. If you would like to further support us in our art, in our effort to allow these wonderful conversations to continue to take place, head over to patreon.com slash inside the sound. Why'd you stop it? <laughs> roll it. Stop it. Mistakes happen. Let's roll. Well, hey there, beautiful listeners. Welcome back inside the sound. This is Michael. And this is Ryan. And uh, we are so pleased, so excited to have a very special guest on today. Would you be so kind as to introduce yourself to our beautiful listeners? Hey, so I'm Lisa Tigra. I'm an alt pop guitar player, singer, and songwriter. Um, I mainly make electro pop with a rock influence. And yeah, that's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's a prop. Yeah, it should probably ease out. Well, there, maybe lower the volume. What, really, what it was that's is funny. they're ready for the conversation, so they knew it's time to hear a pin drop. Is that a pin? That, that drop. Okay, here we go. All right, we made it. We're in the room. Ah, so glad you joined us. Okay. So for starters, um, was it Lissy? I'm sorry. Was it Lissy or Lizzie? Lizzie, Lizzie, yeah. Lizzie, okay. Lizzie. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I just had to get that straight in my brain. <laughs> Lizzie, um, for starters, uh, you might see in the background that there are a lot of superheroes and <laughs> um, musical superheroes, people like Bruce Lee, people like... Jimi Hendrix, Superman, like mm -hmm. the idea of yeah, a superhero sure. and the superhero origin that all, all of these mm -hmm. people had an origin story, something that got them going into what they were doing. How would you describe yeah. your origin story into the music? Mm. I mean, I guess I've, I've always had a big interest in music. Um, but what really pushed me to pursue it was when I was a teenager, like 13 or 14, I ran into some problems at school. I mean, I guess just like classic teenager stuff, you know, but um, I was being bullied at school. Like I had my group of like girlfriends that, you know, kind of ditched me at the time. So that was really hard for me um, when I was in school. Uh, and so I always wanted to like play guitar and I took lessons since I was like really young, but it just like, I was really lazy in a way. I mean, I just didn't practice. Um, I didn't have the motivation, but once this happened, this really gave me like that sort of like fire, like that um, that energy to just like really pursue what I wanted to do, you know, in a way to sort of like prove, I mean, not to prove them wrong, but just to like uh, prove to myself that I was maybe more than all this stuff that was going on at school. And like, you know, all this like, maybe identity crisis that I was going through. I feel like music really pulled me out of that because it just gave me something that I could like show for, like something that I could uh, show about myself that sort of gave me some sort of value or validation. I don't know, but I guess that would be my backstory in a way, my origin story, just like trouble at school and like classic <laughs> but teenager. I mean, it seems like music gave you purpose. Yeah, it gave me purpose. And more than that, it just gave me like an identity. Like it just gave me uh, like some self-esteem at the time that just really like, it was just like something that I was so sure about myself that I could just ignore and like drown out all the noise around me and just wow. be like something, you know, it's like something just very authentic. 
That's what it felt like picking up the guitar as a teen too. Yeah, I mean, the guitar is so powerful. Yeah, yeah. There's there's something about the. It's like a weapon. Yeah. Yeah. It's like holding a gun. Like (laughs) it's like that same kind of power. You know, when you hold a gun and you're like, "Don't mess with me." Like that's what I feel when I have my guitar on me. And you're you're validated in that feeling because we actually had that same exact conversation uh, a few days ago. How. The guitar is one of the most powerful weapons on yeah. the face of the earth. Really, when Ryan, you think I think, about yeah. it. I think you're the one that said there's a reason why they call it an axe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's a reason why like, people call it an axe because it is. It's a like weapon. dangerous. It's like it just carries like this power and like this yeah. energy. I love it. Is it seems like um, that energy was part of the reason why you wanted to play the guitar, and obviously if at that time in your life looking for your identity something to settle Mm -hmm. into what do you think it was about the identity of guitar player that felt that called you the strongest out of anything else that you could do in this world yeah I mean it's just like the sound also that the guitar makes I remember like the first song that I heard that I was really like oh my god like what is that was supermassive black hole um and I was like nine years old like a nine-year-old girl I was watching Twilight <laughs> you know what I mean and I was just like being like a basic like nine-year-old and then <laughs> and then I heard like this <laughs> this uh you know the guitar in supermassive black hole that came out in like the Twilight like baseball scene and I was like oh my god like what is that it just sounded like so violent and like so fierce and that just like I mean I think it just like fills you with some sort of energy that you just feel like so powerful. And that's the kind of sound that I wanted to make. Like when I picked up the guitar, I remember like being like 11 years old at my lesson and they wanted me to start playing. They wanted me to start with like acoustic guitar because they were like, oh, you know, this will help you, you know, like when you go onto electric guitar. And I was like, no, I don't want to like play, like I want to play electric guitar. I want to play like shreddy solos. And like, so I just kind of jumped straight into it. Because, yeah, I just felt like when I managed to have that, like when I managed to like play like like my first solo that I played, I think it was like Sweet Child of Mine, like once I managed to like nail that, I literally felt like no one could mess with me. Like in my head, that was just like my superpower, you know, I was just like, and I always carried it with me. It was just like, even when I didn't have my guitar with me and like something at school was happening, like somebody was saying like some something shitty about me. I was just like, in my head, I was like, that doesn't matter because I can shred each other. Yeah. So like, I mean, if you're, <laughs> your if comments you're don't matter to me. Flashes energy. Who can mess with you? Who can mess with you? Yeah, exactly. No it's one. like those guys just had like a different energy. Like, oh yeah, you know, and going through life with that energy is just amazing. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. There was some like, I'm guessing you'll probably agree with this. That the Appetite for Destruction album was just the energy on that album, you know, Sweet Child of Mine, Paradise City, Welcome to the Jungle, yeah. Train, Patience. It's so easy. Oh, that yeah. was just like. Yeah, that, yeah. that energy, I, yeah, definitely. That yeah. Talking about is a real thing. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like that whole story of like the underdog. I feel like rock music is like so appealing to like sort of like those outcasts, like weird kids you know because they're just like you know when we're like teenagers like we just feel a little bit like you know like misfits at school whatever like this like this energy just like feeds us in like a different way and and all these guys like Guns N' Roses I mean they struggled and like when they got into the scene for the first time like they were the underdog like they were just trying to make it and like that um that really inspired me like I was reading all these autobiographies and like uh of their stories and stuff and I was just like so inspired I was like these guys like really went to hell and back and like you know to get where they are but like you know they they loved every minute of it I mean or so they say obviously like there's still like you know the other side but you know what I mean I mean in general I feel like it's just like an inspirational story I do yeah it seems like part of what you're saying is there's an element of like freedom hmm. 
to rock and roll. Like yeah. People can tap into that. That's why we're, you know, it's like, like you said, associated with the people that are outcasts or the people that want to be rebellious or the people that want that, like that mm -hmm. freedom. I, it, yeah. That like, part of it. yeah, definitely. And like the freedom to be whoever you want to be, you know, the freedom of not being tied down by your circumstances or where you come from. Like, I feel like that's one of the most important messages of rock and roll is like, just like if you if you have the balls to like go out and get it, like you're gonna get it. Like if you fight hard enough, like it's gonna come to you eventually. And even though like nowadays, like I make pop music, cause you know, I, I mean, even though I love rock and roll, I just feel like pop gives me more freedom in like an artistic sense, but that whole like essence of rock and roll, like that whole energy that it gave me when I was a teenager, when I was a teenager, that's what I want to bring into my music. You know, that's kind of like the message in my stuff is like the rock and roll message and like the essence and the rebellion and the ambition and the freedom, like, uh, yeah. Well, but you're bringing your own element of rock into pop, like you're doing it in your own way. You know, yeah because like yeah exactly yeah because like the rock sound like the classic rock sound i feel like it just belongs to its era like you know what i mean it's like you can try and bring it back nowadays in modern ways like you can but i feel like trying to just replicate the same thing is like it's not i mean you can do something that um embodies that essence but that translates into like the modern yeah i agree era you know that's right because that you're not really replicating what you're doing there is instead you're you are creating something new i kind of yeah. kind of agree like i don't necessarily want to replicate or, or reproduce exactly what was in the past right i want to yeah i want to put my own stamp on the world so mm -hmm. when i write music yeah that makes a lot of sense to me and that's yeah. a, i think and you really, like, I, that's a healthy approach i mean i think yeah because you also want to make it relevant so that kids nowadays can relate to that you know what i mean like um exactly i think that's really important you know if it feels like all sometimes the labels although they they help us find things like sometimes it almost feels like they get in the way because just because what you're playing is in the would be considered pop all it is is it just that's what that's you you're just being yourself yeah. and so yeah trying, trying to put a title on you know your unique the unique thing you're trying to do sometimes yeah i understand why you know they it needs to be there so you can get yourself out there but at the same time i could see how that could be a like you said I, it'll affect your your creativity on a certain level yeah i mean that's why i like the label i mean even though i hate labels and like especially in genres i feel like pop is the best one because it's just like so open like it can be like rock influenced pop or r&b influenced mm -hmm. pop like it's just like so wide like so then I kind of describe mine as like electropop with like sort of like a rock influence, but you know, that's a little more specific, but it's still like, obviously labels will always limit you, um, but you do have to have them so that people can understand what you're doing in a way. Yeah, they're just templates, yeah. you know, the, the whole reason yeah, why exactly. people ask us like what, so if you say, hey, I'm a musician, they go, what kind of music or what genre is they want to classify you because they want to see mm -hmm. their <laughs> but <laughs> you like brought up a listen. good point you brought up a good point they're just they it helps them understand what you're doing yeah like yeah, when exactly. i listen so to it's your like... music as a musician i'm gonna understand what you're doing like i don't need you to label it or anything but like the average person might yeah. need that yeah that makes sense yeah i feel like they just need it before they listen to the music just so they know whether they're going to be into it you know because if somebody is just like into jazz and you tell them like yeah i make electro pop then they're going to be like okay maybe not uh, um, I feel like it's just something that you give to people so they can be like, okay, yeah, this is the kind of stuff that maybe that I could sense. be into. Or electro yeah. jazz pop, whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well, pop is great because yeah. pop really is pretty broad. I mean, it. it like, yeah, exactly. There's all these subgenres, but it's really just a, a form of pop music. And I mean, what is pop music? Yeah. I mean, it's just meant to be. It's what is popular. Like, it's just yeah. what the, you know, the. I don't know. It's just like it's hard to define. It's just what's popular. Yeah, it's, <laughs> the it's popularity the, is quite like a abstract term as well. The the it artists of most eras, um, 
most of them fell into the pop i think category like you look at rihanna and yeah. sheeran a lot of these people that are like really just worldwide like based on their the amount of listens they're getting are just at the top yeah i think they would fall into the pop category yeah yeah and it's like pop with like different influences like rihanna would be like more on the r&b side and sheeran would be more on like the singer songwriter folky i don't know side (laughs) like yeah it's just like different sides of the same spectrum yeah i agree yeah um yeah how did you how did you pick your guitar because i feel like when you're a guitar player and especially for someone like you that had such a strong association with the guitar like what was that first guitar that that called to you and and why definitely slashes guitar so my i mean my first guitar was like you know the quintessential like fake stratocaster like you know like the um but but once i still have mine yeah exactly like just a spire like um but but then once i got like into it and i was like okay now like i need a proper guitar and i convinced my parents that it was essential for my existence to have this guitar (laughs) um i got uh a secondhand gibson Les Paul, like a desert sunburst. So basically, like slashes. Oh, I like still a have it. I love Les it. Paul. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and I loved the guitar. I, I carried it everywhere. Like even where I wasn't gonna play, like I just carried it with me because <laughs> I was like that kid. Like <laughs> now I look back at it, I'm like it's so cringy. But like I used to take it to school. Like at one point, I just like did like my backpack. I was like, I'm not gonna take a backpack to school. I didn't take my notebooks. I just took my um my guitar. And yeah, I was just like that kid. <laughs> well, if I had less Paul in high school, I would have been taken into school too. If I'm honest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The tone of those things yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah they're really good. I know. It's like yeah. Slash picked the less Paul for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Slash. exactly. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, but nowadays it's not really my go-to just because it's so heavy like i really like i actually have scoliosis from like carrying oh. that guitar oh, wow. or like but, like my teenage years like yeah wow. <laughs> um so so i had to because of that I had, I had to like maybe explore other guitars so now my go-to is a prs um 24 custom 24 that i love i mean it's just so versatile like so pretty and super light (laughs) so that's good a lot of people have brought that up about the weight of the les paul yeah like it's really and mine had weight relief and then i felt somebody's that didn't have weight relief and i was like how do you do this like yeah i'm curious about that is it just is it the amount of wood? Is that? Do you think that has something to do with the tone? Just like the amount of the big chunk. Yeah, of wood it changes the tone. This is why I prefer the um, the Fender Jazz basses because they're big, thick, and heavy, and the yeah. tone thing. Um, I never really, I, <laughs> I, I'm. I'm a big dude, so I don't really think, yes, heavy guitars affect me too, right? But like, I just, I've never, it never was a question. I was like, whatever, biggest guitar. I was like, I had this big old holly body, huge, heavy Ibanez one that I played on my album. And I was like, yeah. I don't care how big it is. It's, it's fine for me. Anyway, but yeah, I, yeah, it's a, when you spend that much time, it's like, you get really intimate with your instrument. Like you spend a lot of time with it. It's got to yeah. fit you. You have to, yeah. if you're going into battle, you, know? you got to make sure you have the white, right weapon. But that's weapon, good advice, you know? though. It is. Like, dude, that's mm-hmm. really, really wise. Think about that. Yeah. You, you're going, music, that performance, that is the battle for us, right? And you're going mm-hmm. in there. You don't want to, like, it's like, well, like you said, dude, it's uh, removing friction. And if it's a little yeah. something, if it's heavy, yeah. You're going to be thinking about mm-hmm. that. And it's just, you don't need yeah. that in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. With everything, like, when my performances started to become just like a bit more complex like when I went from just playing guitar on stage to singing and also like uh sort of like playing playing backing tracks and having like different electronic sounds I mean just like doing so much stuff on stage I really had to like analyze like what I have with me on stage and like how it's affecting the way that I can move and perform and sing so like a really heavy guitar even affects like my ability to sing because it's just like so much like I can't yeah. breathe properly yeah. it's like all this stuff just like affects you it doesn't seem like much in the beginning but after a one hour set like you feel every little thing 
So you have to be like super, you know, like on top of everything. That's, I think it's a, I feel like it is a good talking point for musicians, you know, because the weight of your guitar and, and you know, the, what you just explained, it's just another thing that can be a source of friction in the creative yeah. process and the performance process. So yeah. like, you have to mm -hmm. find ways to eliminate all of that stuff so you can just be yourself up there. So yeah exactly that's a good yeah because something to think it's about. just like a tool to express yourself you know it's just like it should be like uh an extension of your being i mean that's what it feels like when you're really mm -hmm. like into it when you have like those moments where, you, where you're just like in the zone it just feels like it's just part of, like part of you and like yeah when that happens like that's so amazing um but yeah so just eliminating as you said like all those sources of friction will make it easier for you to like get in that zone like stay there which is what you want that's always fascinated me like you, you talk you just mentioned how the guitar really can be an extension of yourself so yeah. that makes sense why i think the guitar in every way allows you to do that because you look at all the different body styles and the different colors and the different you know feels and looks you can get just with the aesthetics mm -hmm. of a guitar like there aren't a lot of other instruments that allow you literally it becomes part of you you know it goes with whatever yeah. style you, you know you're trying to convey yeah yeah and that's why look is so important as well like some people are like oh like look doesn't matter it's all about sound and i'm like visuals are important too exactly. like, aesthetics matter you know taste yeah it's part of the yeah. energy you're creating yeah that, yeah exactly definitely definitely and, and i about, feel like oh, you feel like um i mean what's beautiful about guitar like as opposed to other instruments is like there's just so much choice of like different vibes you know like a hollow body will just give you a different vibe to like a jackson v like and it's I was just, just like you know it's like jackson. whoever you are there's a guitar for you like and i feel like that's so cool yeah definitely there is something yeah. about like a randy rhodes style jackson flying v. yeah it just has an aura about it it's like you you put one of those on and like mm -hmm. you go and play some metal like it just adds something to it like i don't know if it's yeah. his spirit that's associated with it and like Ozzy's spirit, but well, even if it's not the same instrument that he actually played, because it's like the style and it's you know the approved that there is a bit of that energy transfer, dude. I there believe that. Yeah. Like I do. You like get in a signature model guitar. Because think about it, they're using all the same gear that the that usually the are the, the artists will work through and write, like pick all the little things that uh you know that, that they resonate with we it's why we're drawn to certain guitars or certain i actually really like that you pointed this out because i it's got me just reeling in my head there's so many guitar companies and so many models and options and things and this is why we all get lost mm -hmm. in gear it's great there's a lot no it's so addictive like but you really can you really can customize a guitar to your exacting specifications like think about yeah. what's available to us in 2021 versus like say i don't know in the 80s or i mean i know there's 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 so many companies right now they're doing great stuff mm -hmm. and making great instruments it's really cool you yeah. get a custom build like what do you do whatever you want mm -hmm. yeah exactly what by that's really cool what uh, brought you back around to the prs guitar oh, yeah. i know you mentioned the weight and some other things but was there anything else um I mean, I just like heard like a lot about it. I mean, everyone was like, PRS is the best, PRS is the best. Uh, and and I and I didn't believe it. I was like, why are these guitars so hyped up and like so expensive? Like, I don't get it. And then I tried one and I was like, okay, I get it. <laughs> and like, it's like the proof is in the pudding. Like you just play that guitar and it feels different. It sounds different. I feel like everything just feels like so high quality and like just like so well designed you know what i mean i just i just love that guitar like and i love the look of it like it's just when you look at it like the the ten top maple is just it's so beautiful like i could stare at it forever so yeah well, i love it 
they are pieces of art that's why you can hang them on the yeah. wall yeah exactly think of the great yeah like it was just so old pretty that had like their weapons you know they had the gold crusted mm -hmm. engravings and all these little nuances they yeah. put that in the weapon you see and yeah because it just gives that. you like an air of mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i like that you brought up you know that that power and that energy that comes from rock music because yeah think of like back in the day I, I we might eventually get to it again but just that stadium show like you can see videos like some of these bands like these big bands like metallic or guns and roses mm -hmm. they just had the whole stadium just rocking because of that energy yeah. you know everyone was tapping into it like i'm glad you brought that up because it's yeah. it's part of it part of why you know rock you know became yeah yeah and i i just feel like it goes like so much more beyond music like that that's the kind of energy that will just get you anywhere you know and 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 the kind of energy that will give you as we said before like just the freedom to truly do what you want in life and like i feel like that's the most important thing you know because it, it makes me sad to like see people sometimes that like i know have potential or i know have like a dream or something and they just like don't really do it like there's just something stopping them and like i just know that like what they're missing is just like that that bit of fire to just like do it you know because sometimes like just putting words to paper just like you know walking the talk can be so hard for some reason and for some people like it's very difficult like i'm so grateful that i got that i managed to tap into this energy from like a young age because i really feel like it's been so valuable to me in terms of like going after what I want and like starting to build a life where I'm, I really feel like fulfilled and like self-actualized because like I don't want to live like a life where I just don't feel like I'm self-actualized like I don't want to live a life where I don't feel like I'm truly like doing something not only for myself but for the people around me that, that I'm just like living like some sort of like you know something that I'm building something special like and I feel like everyone has the potential and the power to do that. It's just like some people don't get that, don't find that energy, like don't find that, you know, I don't know how to say it, but like, that's what I would want to um, sort of like transmit to people, you know what I mean? And like help people sort of find their, their spark to just like go after their stuff. So it sounds like connecting with people and, and inspiring others is a big part of why you do what you do yeah definitely i just feel like inspiration is so i don't know like when you feel inspired it's just like it's just such an amazing feeling like i just want everyone to be on that vibe like <laughs> you know what i mean yeah you bring up a very important point the that feeling you know how you you mentioned that there's people that you see that have a dream you know mm -hmm. and I think some of the, some of what that is, is like something inside of you saying it, like, you know, who you should be or what you should be doing deep down inside. Yeah. But like you said, a lot of people don't have the courage to, to do it. And um, yeah. there yeah. is something freeing about that, you know, saying, like it's you said, so I'm going to go for it. You know, I have the guts just to go mm -hmm. for this thing. Cause I know the best version of myself is at the end of this road yeah exactly and there's like stuff for example like posting on social media like i consider myself to be like quite introverted like if i if i could like i just keep to myself but obviously because of for my career and for like what i want to do in life i know that like being active on social media is a very important part but it's been a very hard process for me to just like put stuff out there but like sometimes like i get friends like asking me like how do you post like so freely and i'm like i realize is that like the fear of not posting is greater than the fear of posting so like the like I'm more scared of like regretting not just doing it and like I'm more scared of like just like the not doing it than I am of like the actual doing it it's like you know what I mean and I feel like you need to get to that point like you need to get to the point where I'm like I'm more afraid of like not living my dream than I am of like trying it and like not getting there you know what I mean it's like 
because you will get there eventually or at least you i guess like regret is just like the worst feeling so i'm just yeah. like, trying to it, avoid that at all costs <laughs> yeah, it's better just to jump into the deep end like you did and just go for it than it is just sitting on the sideline like thinking of every reason yeah. why you yeah. get in there you know yeah. it's like i'd much rather just jump in like you like the point you're making you know just jump in you're not going to regret it if you stay look yeah. on the sides looking in that's what you're going to regret yeah totally yeah and and even like just enjoying the process i mean that's also why it's important to choose a path that you know that you are going to enjoy because like even though right now maybe i'm not where i want to be in the future i'm like enjoying like everything that i'm doing i mean i spend my days like writing and recording music and like making music videos and just like you know doing all the stuff that i want to do in my life just maybe not at the scale that i want to be but you know i'm still doing it and it makes me really happy and it makes me happy to know that i'm on the road to get you know where i want to go yeah it's a different feeling like the work yeah. it means something more like I've worked mm -hmm. jobs that I, I desperately wanted to be out of. And it's like, you put all that energy down for the company and you feel like it was a loss in a way. Like you don't feel yeah. that fulfillment, but it's like, once, you, like you said, once you're on the road that you want to be on, all that energy that you put out, you mm -hmm. know that it's gonna be worth it. You know that it's gonna help take yeah. you down that road. Yeah, and, and you're building stuff. So whatever you do during that time, regardless of the outcome, it's like that's time that you can show that you have something to show for you know what i mean like yeah right. if you're a content creator like and you pursue that career it's like by the time like whether you decide to maybe quit for whatever reason later on look at all the content that you have to like show for it you know it's like something that like for example i, I don't like to think about this because i'm like i will not like let this be a thought in my head but like if i were to maybe later on decide that i don't want to do music anymore and i want to pursue something else and so like, I still have like all the music that I've done, you know, I still have like all the videos and stuff that's just like stuff that I can show for later on in my life that's still going to make me proud, you know? Yeah, you know, yeah, I really do know what you mean. It, yeah, it's something that no one can ever take away. Exactly. It's, it's like stuff that you do for yourself is yours. And like, mm -hmm. that's so powerful to just oh. like really be in control and in possession of of your work and your energy and you know you you mentioned uh, a few times just creating something for yourself that you know mm -hmm. you're going to be able to enjoy for the rest of your life i think it it kind of feels like in order to really be happy everyone has to do that in some way yeah of course and and i think it's something obviously that a lot of people are not maybe able to do right off the bat, you know. Um, I don't think none of us are. I think we all have to pay our dues uh, when we go after this. So for example, I mean, for the past four or five years since I moved to London, I've been teaching like guitar lessons, like, which I mean, I hope my students don't listen to this. <laughs> I, I don't particularly enjoy um, teaching guitar I mean I do to like the students that are like super into it and like that actually practice but like the ones that don't I'm like oh fuck my life but um but anyways <laughs> well <laughs> you it's know, hard it's like, it's like you're putting a lot of energy into it and if you don't feel like the uh, the other individual involved is putting yeah, the same amount of energy it's exactly. kind of hard to be satisfied it creates friction in the experience I mean, we know yeah you yeah exactly you guys know so but you know so that's not my end goal like I don't want to be a guitar teacher forever but obviously, like, I'm an independent artist. I've got to fund my career somehow. Um, so so I've been doing that for a while. But even though sometimes, like, I really don't enjoy it and I just, like, feel like, you know, I want to quit and stuff, like, I know that I'm doing it because it's, like, part of me building my my own personal stuff. So, because, yeah, I mean, like, you know, just going after your dream, like, just go after it, just quit your day job and, like, be a musician, like, you know, it's not really a possibility for most people. Um, but that's okay like i don't know if i even i don't disagree with you but I, I don't know if i agree with that i think i think that it's it, it's possible for most people who it's meant to be for see if you're meant to be a musician and you embrace it and you go into it you'll find your way it's but if you were meant to be an artist 
you know, go be an artist. If you were meant to be yeah. whatever, I think, whatever creative thing. I think she know? was more referring to the fact, sure. like, say um, I have a family of six kids mm-hmm. and I have mm-hmm. a full-time job that I have to go to. I can't just quit that job and start playing guitar. Exactly. Okay. All right. You yeah. It's mean? like, you can still go after it. Like you're still mm-hmm. going after it, but at that point in time, you don't have the full freedom to, I mean, you still have to do stuff that you don't like, but you know that it's in service of what you're doing. So you're not just in a dead end job, like with no intention of ever getting out of that. You're doing that, but it makes it so much better when you are able to go in there and do that. When you know that you're uh, pursuing something bigger. Right. And, and you know, like for you, um, talking about how teaching isn't necessarily your favorite thing to do you mm-hmm. know that it's just part of the journey right now yeah exactly That's so it's okay. like yeah and it's helping me achieve my dream you know because thanks to that like you know i can record my music and i can produce my music videos and stuff um you know so so it's all it's all just it's part of it and, and even even if i wasn't doing that like i still have to do stuff as an artist that i don't enjoy doing like promotion and marketing you know like messaging 100 blogs a day like isn't my idea of a fun time but like it it has to be done as well you know i think Uh, just being able to have a realistic view right the understanding that the living a creative lifestyle does require hard work like it does yeah definitely definitely it's not yeah and it's hard for those of us with these personality types that want to be able to express ourselves to like find that balance. I think like, how do you do it? Like, how do you, I am. Yeah. I really want to know, like, how do you find balance and having to do the, the, I guess the grunt work is what I'd call that or not the grunt work is yeah. the grunt work, but it's the other stuff. It's like all the messages it's, you got to do. When all you the, have to the focus. Yeah. It, yeah. When you in your life have to focus on something that you wouldn't necessarily want to focus on but yeah, it's part yeah. of it. Yeah, definitely. I mean from like an artist standpoint, I feel like the moment that it really became easier for me and that like the whole thing sort of shifted was when I started looking at myself as more of a business rather than just an artist. I mean being an artist is basically being a business. You're like hmm. you're like a solopreneur, you know what I mean? You're mm-hmm. you're trying to build well you're building a brand, you know, you're you're building like a whole I mean, a, a brand that's just surrounded by many, many things, you know, the brand is not just the music, it's also the visuals, like the message that, you know, the things that you do, the things that you say. Um, right. So the moment that I started viewing myself, as like, okay, like, I'm a business, like, that really excited me also, like, because my dad is a businessman. So like, I managed to sort of pick up a lot of stuff from him um so you know now like I literally do stuff that a business would do so like at the beginning of the year I plan out my quarters like I plan out my goals I have like you know I have like all this business tools I do like SWOT analysis I like analyze my competition like you know that whole that whole thing and that really allowed me to it inspires me because it's like yeah it's like I'm a business so when I'm doing like the stuff like making budgets and like messaging blogs and like doing my press releases I'm like it feels good because I feel like I'm a business you know what I mean it's like it's cool I feel like if you give that sort of groundwork and stuff a sort of like romantic energy like um Mm. you know because you know that that struggle and that hustle like can have like a beautiful energy if you just know that you're doing it for a reason so it's like instead of like looking at it like oh my god I can't believe I have to do this like, why can't somebody else do this for me? It's like, I'm, you know, I'm building something from the ground up. I'm a business. Like, I'm doing all the stuff that a business does and I'm doing it well. Like, I feel like that really inspires me to just get it done. Inspires me. That's I think cool. it's cool. It's also cool that <laughs> you were given some of those insights and knowledge um, into that side of the business. You know, that side, yeah. like you say, being a musician the business side um Mm -hmm. that's cool that you had those insights because it gives you a leg up on a lot of people that need to pay someone else to do that stuff or just have to learn that stuff too you know it's part of their yeah yeah and even when you get to the point that maybe you can pay someone it just really is really useful that you've already done 
something on your own because then you know what it's about for me both in the creative and in the business sides it's very important to me to like have my hands and know the bug you know just like making sure that I know what's going on so for example with my band it's like I, I've studied a little bit of like every instrument like drums and bass not because I want to play it but because I want to be able to explain to the drummer say what kind of beat I want him to make or, or I can notice if there's something that I don't like I can tell him like why it is I don't like it and I'm not that artist that is just like oh I don't like it because it sounds like blue and I want it to sound like more orangey you know it's like some people use like vague terms because they don't know like the musical like the musical terms and it just confuses everyone in the band because at times when I started my career I played for a lot of artists just like doing guitar and I hate it when like they just did not know what they were talking about because it made my job harder and I couldn't give them what they wanted so I find like Mm -hmm. clear communication is important and you can only communicate clearly if you know what you're talking about (laughs) true uh so in the business side as well you know what I mean it's like Mm -hmm. I I need to know like what like a mark a good marketing strategy is so when I am able to bring somebody else on board I you know I can make sure that first of all they're doing a good job and second of all that they're doing like you know something that works for me and for my brand and stuff you're dropping a lot of really yeah for important real. nuggets of wisdom and <laughs> the idea of having a healthy understanding of how everything mm-hmm. works so that you're better yeah. to communicate like that is mm-hmm. valuable yeah because as an artist like it's your vision you know it's like you're constructing a vision and that's all when i realized that that also helped me to let go of like the toxic musicianship that was happening in my you know like you know when you get into like the toxic like guitar community that's always like that they're just like really picky I mean not obviously not all the community (laughs) but you know you know who I'm talking about like (laughs) you guys know uh but like there's some people that I got into that I don't know I just always felt like I wasn't a good enough musician and then obviously because I was just like always pressured I don't know but then when I realized like I've got enough tools, I've gathered enough tools throughout my years of studying music to be able to express my vision. And that's the only thing that matters. It like really as is. long, yeah. 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 And I only develop, like nowadays, I only like practice to learn something new when I do it with a purpose. It's like, okay, I'm going to learn like this or I'm going to practice this technique because I want to create this sort of vibe. And it'll, it's all towards my vision. Like if it doesn't serve my vision, then I don't, I, I don't care because you can only know so much and like with with guitar there's so many things that you can do and and so many things that you can learn it's like you're just gonna be unhappy your whole life if your goal is just to like do everything that's possible on the guitar right um (laughs) you know know? so true like again it's this this whole overcomplication thing that we like to do as humans yeah we want to overcomplicate everything but you look at a like a guitar player like slash He's the epitome of doing exactly what needed to be done and nothing exactly nothing left yeah like totally that's what it's about right if it's not serving yeah like you said then you probably need to take a second look at it yeah because you can only do so much as a human being you know what i mean like we're only mortals so it's like we we have to prioritize oh my god i can't say the word prioritize (laughs) um and um in in order because if we try to if you try to do everything you're gonna end up doing nothing so so i feel like just having (laughs) you know that would hit that cuts me deep yeah (laughs) like i'm so that way i've i've gone down that road too like as a guitar player you you think that you 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 see these fantastic guitar players and you're like wow in order to get to that level i have to learn and be able to do every last thing that you can do on the guitar like i i was kind of that way too like oh i'll get to this eventually i'll get to that eventually and it's okay to eventually explore different things on the guitar there's nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with that but like you said it's got it's it's not just doing something for the sake of doing it like there's a reason you've decided yeah it's definitely a process like with guitar like at one point obviously because it's so exciting you want to learn everything but then you get to like the other side of it where you realize that it's becoming unhealthy. Like for me, it was when I started to like not want to play guitar anymore. Like I literally didn't, there was a point that I didn't even want to look at it. Like it gave me anxiety to like look at my guitar. <laughs> like, just because I was 
just maybe pursuing all these things that I thought other people wanted me to play and not things that I, I truly wanted to play. Um, and when I started writing songs was when I started to realize like, okay, I just need something that can tell this story. Like I'm not gonna, because that's what it's about. It's like, you wanna tell a story and like you, like you can't fit everything into a story. Like a story has like certain elements and like they're the elements that are important to the story. Like, so, so once I accepted that like simple is better in a way, like, yeah, like just not overcomplicating things. Like, you know what I mean? Which I think I am doing right now. I'm <laughs> trying to explain <laughs> this. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll share a quote. I, I sure hope that it really is Da Vinci that said it. it He's attributed <laughs> to it. Um, Leonardo, the great Leonardo da Vinci, right? His art has resonated mm -hmm. through the ages. Countless people. He said that the simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. That's true. And when it, the first it, time I heard that, I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I, and I think this is an Einstein quote, I think. He said, um, this is paraphrasing um like if you can't explain something simply then you don't understand it well enough you know true which is kind of like based on the same thing it's like yeah simplicity is king yeah there's yeah do you have it, it seems like something that you've definitely gone through and battled with we all have you know musicians kind of have these you know realizations we have to come through is there any any insights that you would like that you most give to your students or that you would give to people that are listening who might be in that spot or who have struggled with that? Um, with what? With kind of like being in a guitar rut or or just like breaking free of the overcomplication and just connecting yeah. with your Yeah. I feel like in order to do that, you really have to like dig deep like within yourself and like you just have to take a moment of like complete silence and like feel like what is it that I truly want like I'm I mean I'm very lucky because my mom is quite like a spiritual person and she has studied all these ways to sort of like figure out your purpose in life which is I mean yeah with like some really cool techniques and basically like when I did this with her we did sort of like an exercise for me to um you know, try and find like maybe what my purpose was. Um, and and what we decided was my purpose and what I feel to be true for myself is I want to provide like magic experiences for people. I want to create like magic, magical experience. I want to create moments in time that people look back on or that feel in the moment like this is not magical. Um, and when I play music, I feel like that's what I do is like, uh, or what I try to do is like, I want a moment where people just feel like, wow, like that was magic. Or I did when I was a teenager with like playing maybe something impressive on guitar or whatever. But then as I grew, as I grew, I kind of thought like, you know, maybe it's more about the musical vibe. Maybe it's more about the performance, but whatever. Point is, once I figured that out, I like, I realized everything that I do just has to be in service of that. And everything that is not in service of that, like, I don't need to do it, you know? And it's just, so I just look at it in a black or white way. Like, is this going to help me provide a magical experience for someone? If it's yes, then I do it. And if it's no, then I don't like, and, it, and it's in my personal life as well. Like, I don't know. I just want to make people feel good. And I just want to make people feel like life is more than like, just like the, like life, it doesn't necessarily have to be mundane and boring. Like it can just be a truly like magical experience. There's, yeah, that, there's still mystery in the world. Yeah, yeah exactly. There's sort of that, a reductionist scientific perspective that tends to yeah. rule. People, do, people break everything down into their parts and then forget that, that it has spirit, you know? Yeah, and that's so true, you know, in this day and age where, you know, technology is so advanced and, you know, mm -hmm. people, you know, there's a lot of, yeah there's a lot of people that literally you know like those people that are like we're just stacks of meat on a like spinning rock you know and that's all there is it's like i don't feel like that's the way it should be i feel like that's quite grim like to live in that reality i mean it's i guess it can I be freeing for some people but for me i just feel like there's nothing you know 
for people like that don't this... want control of their own life it's a good thing yeah exactly because they can just yeah. blame it on that you know they're right. like oh it doesn't it's... it doesn't matter in the end you know and it's easy so to blame it doesn't matter yeah what was yeah, that whole exactly. you yeah. Yeah. you you're born you work you pay taxes what, what is how does that seem? and then you die yeah yeah, yeah. i've seen that in like it's memes like, and stuff i just feel like it's crappy, so grim. crappy way to have a vision for life it's kind of yeah. like you're just you're That's the cool. victim of of this thing and there's nothing you can do about it yeah it's like you're just a victim of existence like right. it's so sad i'm sorry but i did write a song with lyrics about that i I, cowardly machines man living inch by inch as circumstance allows we're cowardly machines we don't even think aloud anyway, people that cared would have already known they that. would have known it they would have known it i just really dig this concept but really it resonates with me quite a bit frankly so thank you. Mm, i mean i i think it can definitely be freeing in certain ways like i can see that perspective um but i also feel like too much of a certain belief can be unhealthy at a certain point you know what i mean it's like also if you're just like very on like the other spiritual side where, uh, you know, I feel like sometimes if you're fully on that side, you lose contact with earthly living. With you know? it's like, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I feel like it just I mean, at, at, at points, I feel like I'm like, you know, this is it. What's here is here. Like what I see is what there is. But other points, I just want to maybe think that there is something else. So I don't know. But I feel like because nowadays, obviously, most people live in a mundane, ordinary life. I feel like providing that magical experience is something that will help bring balance, um, which is also an important thing to me, balance. Yeah, well, and just acknowledging that there's a spectrum in it at all can help mm -hmm. us see that balance, right? Because Yeah, be exactly. There, there's someone with an opposite opinion of me. It's over mm -hmm. there. Oh, I see the I see the path to that. Yeah. And and music yeah. is a way of letting us do that. It is magical. Mm -hmm. I really well, I really resonate a lot with this idea of wanting to create this almost supernatural experience for people. Like to want to yeah. do something for them that I'd say only musicians can do. You know, mm -hmm. we have the ability to to touch people's hearts and to yeah to move hearts and minds frankly you know and do good exactly things. and that's so powerful like because i can truly like change like physical reality as well you know what i mean it all starts with a thought it all starts with a feeling and then it gets materialized into you know where where we live and what we do so i feel like that's the ultimate goal is not only to like create this moment but to help you know to make that moment like a truly transformative experience in order to make some somebody's life better and like to make us all like move forward as like a society and like you know just be better <laughs> like you're definitely preparing yourself to do that uh <laughs> because we've all had those moments right like for some mm -hmm. reason this moment popped in my head like the first time I got to see Joe Satriani play guitar, like up close and personal and be there in the room and just see him do his thing. It is a magical mm -hmm. moment to see someone who has prepared themselves to be a channel for that. You know, it's yeah. not, not everyone can do that. You know, it is a magical mm -hmm. thing. It is surreal. It's like watching someone do that. And like, you're, you're preparing yourself to be able to do that. You know, you're going to do the, you're going to do the same thing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that means so much to me. Thank you. Is he nice? You're so nice. Hey, the truth, <laughs> guess what? The truth is usually a nice thing. It's all, yeah. all how we take it. But yeah. Don't we overcomplicate? We really do. Like, it, you know what I mean? Like she said, it all starts with the thought. You yeah. know, if you believe you're going to do that, mm -hmm. if that's what your goal is and you're, you're making it happen every day, you know, pushing it forward, you will eventually find yourself on that stage, you know, that's how you create that creating reality. that magical moment. Yeah. 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 Manifestation. Yeah. <laughs> all yeah. these things, you know, it's, you know, what I find very interesting is all these things that people think are secondary or cliche or that don't have power like positive affirmations or positive thinking writing things down all these things mm -hmm. that people discredit 
are actually the most powerful things. Yeah, and people discredit them for a reason, you know, it's like the most powerful things usually have like the most pushback, you know what I mean? I feel like it's just with everything, like. It's a reflection, it'll, it'll will have strong reactions to it because of the truth, the, the power. Yeah, exactly. Again, Inherently. the truth it's like anything, should be kind. I feel like anything that is truly powerful that, I mean, um, by powerful, I mean like carries a, a lot of energy will kind of have like that, like equal and like opposite reaction, you know? Um, so it's like, if something like, for example, the biggest artists, like they have just as many haters as they do fans, like just because there's such a big energy, like it'll just naturally attract both sides. And I think that's an important thing to like realize and like accept in life is that whatever you create will have an equal and opposite reaction. And that's just the way like that it is in physics and it's the way that it is in like human condition and human behavior. So it's just like, once you accept that, it's like, whatever. Yeah, but I have a hard time yeah. believing that people hate the Beatles. But There's you know what, there wrong. are people that do. There's nothing wrong with it. Like we, yeah. we've <laughs> talked about this before and I, like I was racking my brain trying to figure out why that is, you know, mm -hmm. why there's always gonna be an equal or opposite reaction. It's because when you have that undeniable energy and you put it out into the world, when it hits that person's reality, we have no idea how they're going to react to it. Yeah. They're going to yeah. love because it. I, they're going to hate it. They're going to, mm -hmm. yeah. Actually, that's so true. That's so true. Cause think about it. Like you can take that energy and do whatever with it, but just the energy is mm -hmm. still there. So yeah. 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 That's why those, again, the people who are the most successful, they have this impact. That's why they're mm -hmm. undeniable. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's like, I think that's something that also helped me deal like with, with haters and like negative comments. It's like, you have to have those in order to have the other ones as well. And like, yeah, it's just like, it's just something that you just have to accept. Like, <laughs> you know, there's always gonna be both sides. Part of the journey. Of a story and yeah. Yeah, it's the whole idea of not, and, it, and this has come up, um, a, a few times, I think, in this conversation is the whole idea where people just accept things and it's like, oh, that's just the way it is. Oh, well, I just have to deal with it. It's like, no, like maybe you should identify what's going on and yeah. make, it, make it something that can help you. Yeah. Yeah. Because some things you, yeah, some things it's like that and some things like you have to like accept and like still do it regardless. So, you know, it's like, I accept that I can't change the fact that there will be haters if I just do what I do. But I like, don't let that become a limiting thing. You know what I mean? I just yeah. accept it and like move on. But that's a winning attitude. That's why you're going to, that's well, why you are successful. It's, you know, it's the whole idea of what am I giving power to? And this whole, like the yeah, more we have these exactly. type of conversations, it's like, you have to have a dichotomy of thought or you have to have like two opposing or separate ideas that exist at, at the same time but it's like which one am i just acknowledging at, that it exists and which one am i giving power to exactly and that's what it is because everything exists at the same time like everything you know there is everything on this earth like there you can put your energy into absolutely anything but where we hold our power is that we have the power of choice you know and we have the power of focus so you can you can let the like the whole thing overwhelm you by the amount of things that there are out there and and, and the amount of possibilities and the amount of negative and positive things or you can just choose choose what you is important to you and choose to focus on it and like that's it because choose, yeah choose the focus yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and like you brought up you only you only live once and it's like when you get to the end and you're looking back it's like you don't want to live with that regret you know that you talked about mm -hmm. it's like you want to know that you you went for it and you did everything, yeah. everything you could to make it happen and I don't think mm -hmm. there's I, I mean I don't know how you feel about it but I don't think there's a person who's done that in life that didn't at least get to experience some element of that dream yeah i've never i've never heard someone said like i regret that i did it you know what i mean right. you always you only hear 
I regret that I didn't do it. Like, yeah. yeah, if you're coming from like a pure place, you'll never say, I regret trying something. Mm-hmm. I regret trying something. Yeah. New. Like, if you're coming from a pure place, you're never going to experience that. Yeah, exactly. Because it's always experience, like, whatever happens, it's it's an experience and it's you're learning for it and like you're just living authentically, and that's important as well. Yeah, you know that's a great point it's another thing that i've i had to learn and it was through a painful process the whole idea that everything is just part of the experience yeah it doesn't necessarily have to be good or bad like how you mm-hmm. label it it is the labels yeah. it is what what you attribute to it yeah it it charges yeah man. yeah that, yeah definitely that, that's something that i also realized is like your opinion can change so quickly if like somebody says something or another. And that's when I realized like, it's not actually real. Like those opinions don't actually exist or they all exist at one point, but it's just like what you believe in that moment. So it's like, you know, somebody can say like, you know, the Beatles are great. And you're like, yeah, the Beatles, well, no, I mean the Beatles, whatever, Uh, maybe not the best example, but like an artist is great. And you're like, yeah, they're great. And then the next moment it's like, they suck. And it's like, yeah, they suck. And it's like, but nothing really changed. It's just like, it's just also subjective and stuff. It's like, so the Beatles just are. And it's like, yeah, it's like, you can't use the Beatles as an example without people coming for me. (laughs) But again, like there are certain groups and it's like, they're, they're so powerful in what they do and creating those magical experiences that you're talking about that people have such strong emotions about yeah you know yeah. great exactly wave. yeah mm-hmm. like if someone's like yeah. if someone ever comes to me and is like the guns guns and roses suck like slash isn't that great like i'm gonna feel that on an emotional like, level if, like, I try yeah. to push, <laughs> if i want to push his buttons all i have to do is talk smack about avenge sevenfold and it'll bother him <laughs> yeah literally because they just add like you know they just like fed you so much like amazing stuff into your soul like like yeah well we feel these very personal connections to to these artists and even though we don't know the people really right we just yeah but there's something about the way that am i wrong on the avenge sevenfold thing? <laughs> how do you feel about avenge sevenfold i love them i love them i'm obsessed like okay. who doesn't they're great they're amazing. i'm with you on that one amen yeah. sister negative to say about them i don't even i can't even talk trash about them because they're the perfect band well, yeah exactly it's like there's nothing to there's talk. no trash to talk like not even joking because yeah. it's, it's not funny because there's nothing that's yeah the truth yeah literally yeah no they're really yeah really well thank you for being here yes. thank you you've we've had a wonderful conversation and you shared and made some very valuable valuable points and it will the people that are looking for that knowledge it's going to help them there's there's no doubt oh i hope so thank you so much this is so nice sharing is thank you and your willingness to just go there and be authentic and tell us what you really think because that's what we want and that's what our listeners want and it it, it's really helpful to people who aspire musicians and people who they they don't know where to go they don't have a path right and and we want to give people a way to just to, to see all these different insights and so thank you like yeah. thank you for that oh uh, <laughs> where well, thank you guys for oh. you know allowing to, allowing me to be here and to you know talk about all these things i feel like yeah. you don't really get to talk about this stuff so much because i feel like it is quite heavy stuff you can just like spring up on people right. without like giving them like an identity crisis you yeah. know what I mean? so, <laughs> yeah you have to be ready for place. It. you have to be ready yeah, for like, this type of thing for yeah sure. definitely so where would you direct people that want to get on board with you and start following your content? Yeah, so, um, I mean, I'm on Instagram uh, at Tigra, and YouTube and Spotify. I mean, I'm uploading lots of content to my YouTube these days. I have a track coming out tonight, actually, which is going to be out. Yeah. <laughs> on it's. Do you guys know Mother by Danzig? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, okay it's a cover of that so well, I did, you're like, covering a cover. That, really? yeah but i did it like in a electro pop style and then there's like a twist at the end All um right. i'll check it out but yeah and i've got a, a video coming uh, out for that next week so yeah just uh youtube spotify instagram as lisi tigra 
Lisi Tigra. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for being here. <laughs> Woo. The what a feeling. Ryan, did you have anything else you wanted to throw out there, share with our beautiful listeners? Anything else no. you want to get out of the chest, man? I'm good. I think I am too. Uh, all right, folks. Cool. You know where to find us. We love you all, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna play a little outro. Are you ready for this? this Lisey the- rocks. Lisey rocks. Woo! You rock for real. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Here we go. Here's, the, here's the closer. Here we go, folks. Close enough.